0: What up guys, welcome to Music Blueprint. My name is Gina Fontanella, one of the co-founders of Music Blueprint, and today we're gonna talk about something super interesting because for the first time ever, vinyls pass CDs, which is a very crazy thought to me that vinyls have come back around, and I knew they were coming. You know, nobody uses CDs anymore, Even cars now don't even have CD players. Everything is going streaming, which is a plus and minus for musicians because you really can make so much money off of selling CDs on the road. And getting .006 to .008 cents per stream, it's just, you have to get like millions of streams for it to really count. Or you know, half a thousand every month or, or something. And it's super difficult. But with vinyls, what's interesting about vinyls is, is that one, you can sell them at a higher cost. But also what's interesting about them is they were a thing in the past all the way up to, gosh, when did the first CD come out? I think it was in the late 80s, maybe 90s, something like that. But it, it came back around. Now, I don't know if CDs are gonna come back around. They kinda aren't the same as vinyls. The cool thing about vinyls is is that the sound is printed onto basically a, a disc. And I know that's kinda how CDs work, but it's just not the same. There's something different about you know putting the needle down and then all of a sudden all this sound comes out just from a needle and grooves in a piece of plastic. Something about that is super, super cool, and CDs don't do that. Although, you know, who knows? They might come back around, but my thought is if, if the Walkman hasn't come back around or cassettes haven't come back around, I don't know if CDs are, but maybe they'll be a collector's item down the road. But this whole switch in vinyls and CDs leads me to talk about merch, and one, I think it would be very smart to add vinyls to your merch collection or what you sell for merch. I know that I have vinyls, and they, di- they did okay for me, but I f- I did vinyls in a different way. I worked hand-in-hand hand with this company that you in Brooklyn where you would go to their studio and you would sing a song and it would print directly onto the vinyl, but it was just a single song. But the problem with that was, is that you were, however many you wanted to make, you were basically buying them from them and you're buying them at like $14 a vinyl. And so then you would have to upsell it. Right. So, but the, the difficult thing about that is if you have some left over, then you're losing money, right? Because you bought them from somebody, but, which is the same in any scenario, but it was just a single song. I think it would be much smarter if you did a full vinyl and you had a full album or EP on it. I think that's more marketable than just a single song thing because who's going to pay $20 to $25 for just one song to be on vinyl? I just don't think that that's an ideal scenario. It got to the point where if anybody ever tipped me $20, I was like, here, take a vinyl. I mean, I was just like trying to get rid of them and then try to try to have a justified reason why I, why I was getting rid of them. Anyways, so, but I think it would be really smart, especially if that's your niche or vibe of your fans. My fans are very pop, you know, and young, so they're not super into vinyls. So I've had to do more the t-shirt route and caps and beanies and and stuff like that. And people seem to be a lot more into that than they are into vinyls. I do get typically the older or um, middle-aged crowd that's into vinyls that you know they have a record player or whatever. But for me, it just didn't it didn't really work out that way. That my audience. Wasn't really swinging that way. But if that is your audience, I think it would be very smart to take vinyls on tour. You, The only thing about them is, is you have to be very delicate with them. They can't be in the hot sun. They can't, because they'll start to warp. But that's just a side note. Another thing to bring on tour, and I know I just kind of dissed CDs, but definitely bring CDs. I haven't had CDs in... A while. I keep saying CDs and all I'm thinking about is Snoop Dogg. Like, c- CDs are tapes. CDs nuts. <laughs> anyways, I'm in a room by myself laughing about a D's nuts joke. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but uh, I haven't had CDs in a while and literally I just went out on the road um, about a month ago and every single person asked me, hey, do you have a CD? And I was like, no, I actually don't sell CDs anymore because literally nobody buys them because most people just do streaming. And they're like, oh man, I wish you had some. But I did have T-shirts, and they're like, oh okay, well I'll totally buy a T-shirt instead. So it worked out, and I actually got them to spend more because they they bought a T-shirt rather than buying a CD that was five dollars. Although most of the time people just want to give twenty bucks, and if the CD is only five bucks, they'll still give you the twenty. So. But there is an art to selling things. With music, it's a little simpler because you can do jokes and you can say emotional tidbits and you can say, you know, this album really reflected on the... Tragic things that I had to get over from my parents being divorced and me learning how to love someone else in the way that is healthy and never having the best example of that or, or, or whatever. And you can dive into that and and people will connect with that. And you can say that throughout your set, obviously different different reasons on why you wrote the album. You don't want the same reasons. You're trying to hit as many people as possible. So if somebody's like, well, my parents have been together my entire life. Okay. Well then you have to think of a reason why they would need that album. One of my favorite things that I've actually said on tour, and I still use this now because it's just, it's funny. It's light humored. And it's also takes away from the fact that you're selling something is I'll be like, this next song's on my album, so if you like it, you'll probably like the album, so you should go get one. If you don't like it, you still might like the album, so you should just go get a CD. And it ends up being a joke, and people find it funny, and ha-ha-he, and whatever. Um, But then they end up buying a CD, and it's a light-humored way to get people connected to me um, and to stay connected. And whenever you sell your merch, I will say this as well, make sure to have something in there that they can contact you with. I always put, I have a really cool business card that I've set up, has all my information on it. Um, My email, I don't think it has my phone number. God, I hope it doesn't have my phone number. Um, but it has all my social media and everything on it. So if somebody's trying to connect with you, boom, they have a way to connect with you and it's not confusing. Because one of the things that I've learned if is that if if for a second somebody is confused about who you are, what you do, anything like that, it automatically is a no. And once it's a no, you might as well not even try to turn it over to a yes because it's like a 90, 99 to one chance that that's going to happen. It's very difficult to, to turn a no to a yes after somebody's decided that. So you really wanna make sure that you're setting up people to see see clearly who you are why they're coming to your page don't make it confusing because again how many times have you gone to somebody's page and you're like is this person an artist or a musician or is this person selling cds or are they selling i don't know incense i mean don't make it confusing for them make it very clear because I've I've literally just skipped out on people's pages because I'm like, I thought this was a workout channel. Why is this person singing? And I'm so confused by it. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm unsubscribe. I'm not doing it. So make sure everything's clear. Um, another great thing to sell on the road is something that's maybe specific to you. I haven't tried this out yet, but it's one thing that I've really wanted to do is sell hot sauce. On the road, I love hot sauce. I'm obsessed with it of all kinds. I really hope one day I get to go on hot ones because I think I would crush it, and I think I think my <laughs> mental stamina for hot things even though I know they're hot. I know no they're hot. But I'm trying to like boss it out like Gary Vee on hot ones. But, anyways, I love hot sauce and it would be so cool if I like made my own hot sauce and then sold you know, like sold it on the road. I think that would be super sick. Um, I would love to also sell the glasses. I don't know if any of you guys have been to my any of my channels or profiles at G W E N A Fontanella F O. And then you you should see me. I'm the only one that has my name. But I always wear, I have the streak in the hair, and then I have these sunglasses uh, that I wear. And I would love to sell some really cool sunglasses, like heart-shaped ones of different colors or, or whatever. I think that that would be super dope to sell on the road. So all that to be said, find something that's specific to you. Something that only your band would do, only the Georgie Weathers band from Austin, Texas would do find a little thing like that. Um, I will say when buying merch, the larger, the bulk that you can buy them, the cheaper it is. So if you're buying beanies, try to buy them in bulk. Um, I know things start getting pricey. You know, you buy like, what did I, what did I buy the other day? I think I bought like 50 shirts. And it cost, the shirts alone costed me in the 200s, low 200s. And then I had to get the vinyl to put on the shirts. So that cost, but that only cost me like 50. So I think it cost me like 250 for like 50 shirts. But then I sold each shirt for 20 bucks. So you can make a a decent profit out of it, but... You do want to try to get the best price possible, and um, when you are buying multiple things to take on the road, it does get pretty pricey, so you just have to budget that out and and try to do it in a way that makes sense for you guys. Um, I kind of liked the approach if I would buy something, you know, like... A CDs, I would buy like 500 CDs and then I would go on the road with that. And then when I made some money back from CDs, I would just reinvest it, you know, into my business. Cause you're a, keep in mind, you're a business and I would reinvest and then buy some shirts. And then once I got some money from some shirts and some CDs, then I would buy some other things. And then, and then I collectively got what I needed to get and then was selling that all out on the road. And then I just took the money from that and then I made an income. So There's ways to do it so you can get all the things that you want and um, make some money for sure. Um, Another thing I would use and utilize that I've really liked doing recently is going on Instagram and doing a poll on what people would want. I did a poll recently I said, hey, if I made a face mask that said hashtag bring Gina back, that was a hashtag that I started on American Idol, would you buy it? And literally like 80 people said, yeah, I would I would buy a mask that said bring Gina back. So I started figuring out how to do that and what it would cost. And um, you know, I was like, cool, I could probably sell the mask for like $15, $20 and make them actually pretty cheap if I if I can buy things in bulk. So, you know, I just kind of put things all together and it worked for the times, you know, again, going back to who would have thought that vinyls would be coming back? Who would have thought that everybody would need to be wearing a mask? But you got to be quick on your feet and you got to think up, think of something and, and come up with something. And especially right now with a lot of people not doing shows and, um, you know, not really having a steady income because everything's shut down. Merch might be a really cool way for you to start making an income again and get people excited. With merch though, the way to promote it is the key point. And I think a lot of times with merch, we think if we post it once or get people message people directly and they, you know, they said, "Oh yeah, I want one." You know, that all the orders are going to come in and then whatever's left is whatever's left. But What I have found with merch that has really worked is every week I post about my merch. I mean, every single week. People are probably tired of it that don't want the merch. But the reason why I do it is because every week I keep getting sales. It's like people forgot and they're like, oh my God, yeah, I forgot. Oh, and I just got paid. Let me buy this shirt. So you have to be consistent with it and you have to keep posting. I mean, literally you want it. You want to shove it down their throats. They got to be vomiting your merch, basically. Um, Because people do forget. And I would would tell everybody to message me on who wanted merch. Because I like to do it, which I think is the most effective way, is to do it as a drop. And I'll say, cool, I'm about to drop this merch. You either get on it or you don't. And then I drop the merch and then everybody will buy it. And then I just have one time where I just send out a mail and everything like that. And then I'll do like another drop if there's anything left over. Um, but doing it in that way makes it seem like I have to get it now where it's never going to be available. And that's what you want people to feel like. You want people to feel like, if I don't get this shirt I think is super dope, I'm never going to be able to get it again. So that's the way this works for me. But I also do kind of some reminders along the way of like, hey, get my merch, hey, get my merch, you know, whatever, which is, I know it can be annoying, but um, you have to think of it in a way that it's not that you're annoying people. You have to understand about how the algorithm works on Instagram and all those social profiles is the fact of the matter is, is not everybody sees it. So if you don't post it multiple times, then your fan in Australia who actually really wants a shirt isn't gonna see it because you didn't post about it, or they're not gonna see it because you posted on, on your page, but you didn't post it to your story. So you gotta, you gotta be on top of it and can consistently post things about your merch. So I hope that helped. I just thought it was super interesting that vinyl's past CD sales. What a time. Um, but all that to be said, get your merch together. It really has been, especially during these coronavirus times, a really consistent income for me, and people really, really like it. And I get pictures all the time of people wearing my merch, and it's just so cool, and it's a cool thing to repost. Um, And it's also just a way to get your name out there. When, when people are sporting your merch, they're like, who is that? And then, boom, more word of mouth happens. So, get your merch together, and... I'd be interested to see what your guys' designs are. So send me some of your guys' designs. DM me your designs. And um, I'd love to see what you guys are coming up with. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. You got me tripped up in my head.